everyone, and welcome back to Thanks for the Lyrics, a weekly deep dive into a single lyric from a single Fall Out Boy song. I am your not nearly caffeinated enough host, Erin. I am your closing host, Tracy. And I am your third and final host, Glenn Gary, Glenn James. And today, we are here to talk to you about the song, Coffees for Closers. And I'm willing to bet that James has something to tell us about this song. I do, I do, I do. Um, so this this uh, title of this song uh, comes from the David Mamet play. I there's parts of the of the movie that are not in the play. Okay, and I think significantly Alec Baldwin's parts. But it may be that Alec Baldwin's parts are in the play and they just weren't in our high school English version of the play. And that seems just <laughs> as likely. Um, so in the play, the line coffees for closers is put that coffee down. Coffees for closers only. Then Jack Lemon scoffs. Do you think I'm fucking with you? I am not fucking with you. I am here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Your name's Levine. And then he... Uh, he yells at him some more. And he pretty much yells at him the whole time. Okay. Um, Did you say that effort in things. your high school English class? That's what I'm saying. I feel like th- not. I feel like we did not. Okay. Or, what year or, did we read Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross in high school English? And the thing is that it could have been college, in which case we would have maybe said uh, the F word. But I don't know. Or maybe it was drama or maybe it was something. I've definitely read this as a full play. It feels like in like, this is going to be wrong, but like ninth grade English. It wouldn't have been correct. That's not correct. It would not have been ninth grade but English. We watched this movie in something and we I have never seen this movie. Then maybe I mean we haven't had all the same classes. That's true. But I think we at least had the same teachers. Uh except for tenth grade English. When I switched um, out of uh Don Hughes class because I dropped down to academic bio so I wouldn't have to do a science project. Right. Professional scientist, James Anderson. <laughs> Tracy, are you have you read this no. play or seen this movie? Okay. So the I idea watched is... the clip one time. I watched yeah. the clip of the Coffees for Closers a long time right. ago, I think just because of this song title. Yeah. So the the basic synopsis of the play is that these are it's a group of salespeople and they're trying to basically I'm not even sure that they even say what they're selling. But they're basically trying to make all these sales, but they're doing a bad job. And, like, it's, it has a little bit of Death of a Salesman stuff in it, in that, like, mm-hmm. Jack Lemmon's character used to be good at it and now isn't good at it. And, like, Alec Baldwin's, like, this up-and-coming, like, he's, like, hot shit and, like, rich and, like, whatever. And he's, like, you suck, you're old, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it ends incredibly depressingly, I believe. Um, I've seen a stage production of this. Mm. But I remember very, very little about it, mm. which I feel yeah. bad saying that. I remember enjoying the production, like yeah. being impressed with the production. I don't remember much about the plot. There were chairs and desks on this set. Sure. And the men, the actors wore suits. Yep. Yep. That's all I remember. That's, yep. That's that's basically it. Um, the other thing about this is that there are two other uh uh, pop punk songs that reference this movie um 
The first is uh, a band, No Use for a Name, has a song called Answer is Still No, which starts off, hey, what's your name? Fuck you, that's my name. And then the song starts. That's also Alec Baldwin. And then uh, there's No Effects <laughs> album that starts, uh, the leads are weak. The leads are weak. The fucking leads are weak. You're weak. And then the song starts. And that's also Alec Baldwin from the exact same speech. So three Does different... Does Alec Baldwin have any lines where he doesn't say the word fuck? In this play, no. I'm pretty sure no. Okay. <laughs> that's that's fair. Um, but if contract. you want to show your... Exactly. If you want to show your kids this scene, uh, you can... There's a... Uh, Alec Baldwin did an SNL Christmas-themed sketch where he was this character... But he was an elf from Santa's elf, like, head office coming to inspire other elves to work harder. Um, and it's basically this exact same speech, only no curse words and about elf stuff and not, uh, you know, business things. So Did they say, like, hot cocoa instead of coffee? <laughs> hot cocoa's <laughs> for... Cocoa's for closers, closers I think, is, is literally yeah. a line from that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I... Sh- should I write for SNL? Like you should definitely write for SNL in like 1998 for sure. I, I could do better than SNL, is what you're saying right now. There's a, a funny yeah. part where he says, "So there's a line that's like ABC always be closing from the mm. original." So he's like, "ABC always be cobbling because they're like elves, like cobbling." <laughs> but he's like, "ABC always be closing," and he looks at he's like, "I mean cobbling always be cobbling" because he's so used to the other thing because he did like a movie of it and stuff. It's funny. It's a good thing. I want to talk about the parentheses. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why do you suppose that there are parentheses surrounding this entire song? I always felt like Title. it was like a whisper, like, "Hey, coffee's for closers." That's a industry is, secret. <laughs> Coffee's for closers. It's like yelled in the original. Like it's like a right. part of a scold. So it's or interesting like, that it would be like or like parentheses like something that everyone should know. Like it's just an accepted like everyone knows Coffee's for closers. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Aaron, you're the copy editor. I I am. Um, I can't, ex- that doesn't really help me explain why Pete decided this song needed to be in parentheses. Copies for um, closers. But I do wonder if maybe the title was something else, like had something else to it. And this was like a parenthetical. And then they decided to take out the other part for some reason, either because Ooh. they cut part of the song that referenced it. Or which <laughs> because some because somebody was like Pete, you can't name the song Glengarry Glen Ross Coffees for Closers because we will get sued. David Mamet has a drug problem. Parentheses Coffees for Closers. <laughs> They're like Pete. No, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Aaron, I just really like the idea that um, th- just for this song they had to change the title because they no longer reference the title. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Funny. So, uh, and then I think I think those might be. Oh, it says uh, it says Fall Out Boy actually explained what the song is about is all about in an interview. The lyrics oh, of the perfect. song are all about how reporters and photographers need to stop following fake people in Hollywood around and bring their cameras in places that need them, like Africa. I really feel like maybe they're mixing that up with the music video for whatever that music video was that we covered that yeah. took place in Africa, but maybe not. Uh, and then Wentz further explored the subject of narcissism and apathy in Coffees for Closers 
As Stump explained, the past decade has been totally about me. It's totally about, oh, I'm sad. I want this. I know somebody who knows this person. Me, 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 me. So that's what this song. So that's what that song is about. I do feel like anything to do with Africa or anything. So I think that that genius.com editor is maybe mistaken. But I have another theory about the parentheses. Yeah. Yes. Um, Somebody while they were writing this song, one of them went to go get coffee. Mm-hmm. but it wasn't time for coffee yet. They were like, we are going to sit here until we finish this song. And one of them got up to go get coffee. And having just watched Glengarry Glen Ross, one of the other band members was like, no, coffee's for closers. Sit your butt back down. We're going to finish the song. Yeah. And then somebody was like, coffee's for closers. That would be a great name for this song. And so they did that. And then Pete was like, yeah, but put it in parentheses. <laughs> and when Patrick was like, why? Aesthetic. Pete just... <laughs> I don't know. Smoke drop bomb. some acid. <laughs> I bet yeah. It's yeah. Aesthetic. <laughs> Looks better than quotes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I think it does. I think that if you compare this to, uh, it's not a side effect of the the cocaine's. I'm thinking it must be love, which has quotes around it. Uh-huh. Or, uh huh. Or tell that Mickey just made my list of things to do today, which also has quotes. I think this looks better. It looks more. It makes me, f- like, you're never going to forget these parentheses, but you will often forget the quotes around those other two song titles. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, I don't know. Um, before we get into the lyric, I think there's something, I always, like, just do the big eye roll when a celebrity's like, ugh, everybody's so me, me, me these days. And right. it's like, I just think there's a disconnect between celebrity culture and, like, everyday person culture. It's like, yeah, I deal with selfish people and stuff like that. And it irritates me. But I I don't think, like, oh, my God, everyone in my life is just so self-centered and narcissistic and materialistic. And, like, I know there are people like that, but I feel like it's just maybe more when you get into celebrity culture where it is a lot more, you know, everyone's at each other's throats because if someone gets this hit roll and you don't like then you're out and whatever right um yeah i I like to think patrick was looking pete dead in the eyes when he said that like (laughs) it's about me 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 and just like the most sarcastic dry like just daggers he's like all right all right i get it i (laughs) i'm getting better i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> These cameras are always where they don't belong in my fucking face. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think I think you're right. There's, it's a weird disconnect because, like, on the one hand, you it's sort of a, like a you kind of, cr- or at least I kind of crave a stars there just like us sort of narrative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, they're very rich and well known by like what their faces look like. Right. So like. Yeah, They're me not, and Brad I mean, Pitt are very different. You know, Brad Pitt can't go to the grocery store and just go to the hey, grocery store. Hey, Brad Pitt store. can come to my grocery store. Why did that sound so provocative? It did sound rather <laughs> sexual. I just meant like Target. Like, <laughs> Hey, Brad, do you want to come to my grocery store sometime? I mean, it's not, not that I don't. It's fine. Um, Buy so one, sh- get one free on cheesecakes. <laughs> that's a good freaking deal. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good deal. <laughs> Hey Brad Pitt, there's a very good deal that I heard about at my grocery store. (laughs) My grocery store. Oh, hey, I'm gonna do the lyric. Oh my god! Hey, good idea. Okay. All right. So before we uh, before I read this one lyric, this one lyric from this one song, like we said, (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Gonna do gonna do two two lyrics from this song. Um, our thinking is that they are related because they both contain a word that you'll maybe you can pick it out if you're paying attention. Um, and I think that we <laughs> kind of agree that they kind of like kind of play off each other. And I think they that one is sort of the question or like the statement, and the other is sort of like the the rebuttal or whatever. But here are the lyrics of the lines. It's our show. Back off, Trevor. All right, here we go. <laughs> I, 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 I want everything to change and stay the same. Oh, time doesn't care about anyone or anything. Oh. And though change will come, oh, change will come. I will never believe in anything again. So I want everything to change and stay the same, which is impossible, mm-hmm. right? Feels like a contradiction. Feels Although like a contradiction. Although the only constant is change, so. Right. And the whole, you know, day to day, nothing seems to change, but then you look back and everything's different. Yeah. The years are, the days are long, but the years are short. Yeah. Cherish these moments. So for me, the reason I liked the line about wanting everything to change and stay the same I think that there's like that that's one that resonates with me because, mm-hmm. you know, like when you're kind of in the the moment of like your normal day to day life, you're like, man, I can't wait for this thing that hasn't happened yet. I can't mm-hmm. wait for, you know, when I am in a bigger house or, you know, when I meet the person that I'm going to marry or, you know, when I have a better paying job. And so you want those changes. But then also like there's something to be said for like being comfortable in the place, like, yeah, you can't wait until you have that better paying job, but what if you end up not liking it? Ugh, like, yeah. I like the job that I have now. It doesn't pay as much as I would like it to so that I can right. get that bigger house. But also, if I get the bigger house, then I have to clean more because there's more space to clean. Right. And, mm. you know, I want to like- meet that spouse. But what if that spouse is a slob and makes our big <laughs> giant house messy? And, you know, what if my high paying job, all the money goes to the mortgage so we can't hire a housekeeper? Right. Well, yeah, I it's really like appreciate that you stop reading from Kristen's diary. I just, it's just not the place to read from that. I mean, I asked her if I could tonight, and she said I definitely <laughs> said, should. So <laughs> this is how she's telling me. I, for real, I think I stay in jobs for like like five times longer than anyone else I know because I'm like, well, what, I could get another job, but like, what if that sucks more than this one? I don't even right. like this one, but at least I know right. what it is. Yeah. No, I like that, Aaron, because yeah. there's like the whole, you know, be present and be happy where you are while yeah. still striving because you're going to look back and you're going to be nostalgic. And I, I think about that a lot where I'm like, you know, I'm not going to make the same drive to work every day. Like it feels like such an everyday thing now because it is or like my mm-hmm. house. I'm like, I'm not going to live here for very long. I need to enjoy it and appreciate it while I have it. Like, are you moving? Uh, I mean, hopefully someday. Oh, okay. Within a couple years, that would be the goal. But yeah. Mm. But also, it's Tracy's not... Tracy's moving, everyone. It's not big enough. Like, if I... Yeah, anyway. It's also not my favorite 
location. We don't have to get mm. into this, but it's just the point is that <laughs> this isn't like my forever home or anything. And I don't want it to be like, I love this house and I love it for where I am right now, but I don't, you know, there's going to be lots of changes. That is the most positive way I've ever heard that expressed. And mm-hmm. the like equal but opposite way that I always interpret this kind of thing, which is, uh, uh, I want everything to change, but not me any different than it is right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yours is like, changes and, and change will come. Oh, change yeah. will come. So hang on to those good feelings and memories now. I'm like, that is a really healthy outlook. Yeah. Good you. job. Good I job, try. Tracy. You win. Rather introspective. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if the amazing hair too. flip picked up on the audio, but I do need all of our listeners to know that that was a truly amazing hair flip. I hovered two to three inches off my chair when I did that. I could tell. Thank you. It was transcendent. Thank you. But yeah, time really doesn't give a shit about anyone or anything, does it? It's no, true. it's true. Goes. You want everything to change? Well, too bad. Time doesn't care. You want everything to stay the same? Time doesn't give a shit. Time's gonna, time's gonna time. It's like a this this too shall pass sort of deal. Like it's like no matter what it is, it's gonna go. It's gonna go away. Right. Yeah. And like you were saying, how like I always hear this too shall pass for negative things, but that's Mm -hmm. a really good thing to remember for positive things too. Like appreciate what you have. Like you're not gonna have it forever. It's sometimes Daisy will lay in my tummy, and it's the most comfortable thing ever. And I'll be like, Daisy, I love you so much. I'm not gonna have you forever, so I'm really gonna appreciate this time that you've chosen to lay in my lap because there's a limited number of times that's gonna happen. So it's like, do you tell her that? Yeah. Daisy, I love it when you lay on my neck or on my lap because one of these days you're gonna die, and I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna be sad that you don't warm up my belly anymore. Or you know, maybe I'll die first, Daisy, and <laughs> you'll be sad that you and don't she's get like, to warm my belly. We'll see, won't we? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Claws in. Have did, fun sleeping. Did you fill my food bowl four times today, like I asked you to, Tracy? <laughs> Good night, Tracy. Good work. I'll most likely kill you in the morning. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what she says to me. Dread every pirate day, Daisy. Like, I understand. Dread pirate Daisy. <laughs> Um, i feel like daisy needs an eye patch yeah i think that's for sure true um there's uh so there's also like the the robert frost poem the um two roads diverge in a wood yes Mm -hmm. people always interpret that as like take the road less taken or whatever but the poem is just like i took the road less taken and that's made all the difference with Mm -hmm. no value judgment about whether that was a good thing or a bad thing (laughs) right yeah so like it's the it's sort of the opposite of that this too shall pass it's like (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I wish I'd taken the main fucking highway because right. it made all. <laughs> it would have been way different. <laughs> I got stuck in a swamp fourteen times. I'm covered in freaking ticks and our tax. All oh. the birds. I'm sorry. Wait, what did you say? I said our tax, like uh, the horse that died. You know the horse that died in Neverending Story. Oh, hey, no, sorry. never mind then. Spoilers. Oh, hey, spoilers for Never Ending Story. There's an a, there's a truly traumatic moment where a horse gets stuck in quicksand and gives up and dies, while his little boy just sits there crying for him. And like, well, he's in, they're in a swamp name. of despair. So like, I, I mean, I mean like... yeah. Funnily enough, I saw a clip of that on Twitter the other day. Don't know why, hmm. but it was very the part I saw it haunted me. I was like, oh, I don't like that. He he does come. Back to life and is great and awesome oh. again. 
Well, that's cool. Big spoilers for Neverending Story. So, yeah. So, it's like, um, so I'll never believe in anything again. Feels like the conclusion to change will come and it doesn't, time doesn't care about me. Therefore, I will never believe in anything again. Which what is seems the positive like a weird spin of that is, I will never believe in anything again. Mm-hmm. Almost like preparing yourself for change. Like I won't, I won't put my faith in something mm. to that degree again. It's sort of like I'll, I'll be more on the balls. Of my, it's an intense way of saying that for <laughs> sure. But like, yeah, I almost take it as like a change is going to come, so I'm not going to put my I can't think of any metaphor. I'm not going to, you know, put my eggs in any basket. I'm just going to hang on to my eggs. Yeah. Um, which isn't healthy. It really sounds more like I'm not going to put my eggs in any basket. I'm just going to smash them on the ground because yeah. what's even the point? Eggs don't yeah. even exist. Yeah. <laughs> Change will come and I'm going to be that instrument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do. I like that. That was something I was going to say earlier. And I'm not really sure why. Change is going to come no matter what. So, like, you should be more in charge of the change that's going to happen. You know, if you do Mm -hmm. nothing, you're making a choice. If you make, you know, because, like, I think a friend and I were talking about choice, like, paralysis one time. And it's like, well, if you don't, if you choose not to do anything, like, the the world, the universe, time, whatever, circumstance is going to make that choice for you. Like, no matter what you do, Mm -hmm. you're making a choice of an action. So it kind of almost feels like that, too. I, I just want, I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but when I was listening to it, I thought of this and then forgot about it and just re-remembered it. Um, there's that uh, Sam Cooke song, A Change Is Gonna Come, which is uh, was heavily used in like the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. So if we think of this as like a, a political thing, it can be like a political change is gonna come. So it's like, oh. you know, uh, meet the new boss, same as the old boss, like... Oh, can be kind of cynical. Like we're gonna get the old president out, yay! Oh, it's just the same crap. Or we have to be the instruments of the change that we want to make because change is coming. Either like you were saying, like right. Um, but if from a, like a political bent, because I keep trying to remember that I'm trying to take this from a no love songs on this album perspective, but it's really hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I think there, I think that it's it's it is that it's I want everything to change and stay the same, and you can do that as long as the thing you want to stay the same is the fact that everything is going to change. Right. Believe in change. But there's also like a lot of constants that you can maintain throughout your life while everything else sure. changes, like your friendships, yeah. and that's it. Just who you love. <laughs> <laughs> you know Just your mindset. Your like you know if you you're like. This is a very like um deep and yeah, you know, episode for us and like these lines that we picked, but it is like if you have the mindset of like okay, I'm going to be okay and you know, whatever happens, whatever house I'm living in, whatever town I'm living in, I'm going to choose to be happy and I'm going to choose to have this type of person in my life. You are kind of keeping things the same even though everything mm-hmm. around you is changing. Yep. So, picking a constant, honestly, like what 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 am I going to keep constant in my life? Yeah, yeah, is 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 super important, and that was proven in the television show Lost, where time travel was uh, hinged on having a constant so that you wouldn't get lost in time, which I think is what you're basically talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. definitely, I understand and have seen all of Lost. 
But for serious, like thinking, like having someone to anchor onto is really important in terms of like no matter like what you're saying, no matter what else changes, yeah. At least I'll I can I can focus on that. So like if you're doing like spins, you focus on a point. Yep, it's kind of like that because we all do spins a lot. You know how you do spins when you're figure skating at the Olympics. A relatable yeah. experience, I'm sure. Relatable. I am Christy Yamaguchi. Um, so. You know, I've always said that about you. I thank you. Thank you. <laughs> like when people are like, hey, who's your tall friend? I'm like, oh, that? That's Christy Yamaguchi. <laughs> I'm like, hi. Mm-hmm. Her initials are KY. So shall we move on to social media? I think we should. Okie dokie. I think we should just slide right on in. Just ease on in. Yep. Mm-hmm. And back the... out and then back in again. Okay. And back oh, out. Oh, uh, uh-huh. Tracy, come on. <laughs> Tracy, this is a family program. <laughs> Gross, Tracy. After all those smart things you said, now you're saying that. You James has left the call. <laughs> I kind of like saying pervert, pervert, you pervert. It almost sounds like a mm-hmm. Moira Rose thing. It, I was going to say you yeah. sound like Moira Rose. If you want to sound like a like a, uh-huh. a 1950s guy that thinks he's well-read but is an idiot, you can say prevert. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, what's a prevert? What is it, some kind of prevert? Are you Give some my kind of prevert in my establishment? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, anyway, so we are <laughs> on the internet called Twitter at Thanks for the Lyrics Pod. <laughs> but you are going to Oh, I need a reference that's not slide. You're going to change all those vowels into non existence and all the consonants are gonna stay constant the same. In the Twitter search bar, and then you will transcend, and all of your worries will go away. And that is vowels are for closers. Mm. (laughs) Vowels. Wait, did you say vowels are for closers? Mm -hmm. Vowels are for closers. Vowels are for closers. I did not say that. None of you have closed anything. (laughs) Not not the kitchen cabinets. Were you born in a barn? They're all wide open. Why did you? Why did you? As a matter of fact, (laughs) little known fact about James. Yes. Do you have a problem leaving the kitchen cabinets open? Memorial Hospital in Colorado Springs was actually a barn, so joke's on you. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. So that's, on that's thanks for the lyrics on Twitter. And then you can find me on Twitter at Adil's Warlock. And you can find me at Unabashedly Aaron. And you can find me at Unabashed James oh for God. closers. Daisy is attacking me. She's making her move now. Ah, Die, human! Oh no, we called it. Man, I should have knocked down one. She has a gun. Where'd you get that? That's not safe. Meow. All right. Um, So, we are happy to be part of the Scavengers Network. Isn't that neat? And you can find them on Twitter at ScavengersNet. You can find the their website and merch store and all that other cool stuff and all the other shows at uh, scavengersnetwork.com. And then we uh, stream on Twitch. Lots of cool things. Aaron and I are on a Twitch stream for The Last of Us 2 every other Wednesday. 
which will be the Wednesday coming up after this episode is released. And mm-hmm. um, that's twitch.tv slash the scavengers network. And then last but not least is Patreon, which you can find lots of bonus content from not, not only us, but other shows like side character quest and spooky spouses does a lot of bonus content and are also cool shows to listen to. So you can go to patreon.com slash the scavengers network to find all that cool stuff. And for as little as $2 a month, you'll get access to all of our bonus content from the past and the present and in the future when it's released, not right now when it has to, it has to be made first and then you'll get Mm -hmm. instant access to it. And it's very cool. And uh, let me herald the good news to your earballs right now. Is um Snips, the Scavengers Network Independent Podcaster Showcase, ah, uh, is May twenty first through May twenty third. And guess what? To get tickets, you don't have to do anything because they're free. You just gotta freaking show up to the internet, which you can find in your web browser, and then. Follow the Scavengers Network on Twitter and get all the updates. And it's going to be on Twitch on those days at a certain time. And there will be a schedule released in the future. And it's really cool and fun. And we're part of it. And we'll be doing something. Mm -hmm. We're not going to tell you right now. But it's going to be a 45-minute time block that we have. And it's going to be chock-a-block with good vibes and fun stuff. It's going to be great. It's gonna be great, and we're gonna great, great, and we're gonna look really cool, and you'll get to see our faces. So, mm-hmm. so make sure to mark that on your calendars so you can be there with us live and in the chat, and we can interact with you a little bit, which is neat, um, and fun and cool. So, I feel like I'm monologuing. Um, let's see, anything else? Nope. Just one very important thing. Hey, Follow Boy, thanks for the lyrics. Fale adieu. Closing for coffee. When you close, you get coffee. Do you want a coffee? Then close. Fucking, I'm Alec Baldwin. Bye. You could have said I'm fucking Alec Baldwin, which would have been a whole different, a whole other ball I of am wax. fucking Alec Baldwin, Baldwin every night in my dreams. Just kidding. That's not true. Oh. Ew. I mean, not you. It's not every night. But it, I mean, it's weird. That's every a weird thing. Night. Just kidding. Yeah. It's every two nights. Just kidding. Yeah. I think the only weird part would be if it was legitimately every night. Yeah. I'm just stuck in a weird dream loop where just Twice every single night. night you're having sex with Alec Baldwin. <laughs> every morning you wake up and you're like, Jesus, can I just get anybody else? It's like <laughs> the Groundhog Day of fucking Alec Baldwin. Yes. I have to figure mm-hmm. out how but to do it right sex to, to break the cycle. Poundhog Day. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hello and welcome to FMK All Day. I'm Erin. And I'm Elizabeth. And on this show, we play no holds barred f*** Mary Kill. <laughs> yes, it's true. Only we don't bleep out the bad words. No regrets. 
Each episode is under 15 minutes, and you can find us on the Scavengers Network and wherever you like to get your podcasts.